Welcome in to the Phil's in 5 podcast. I'm your host, Bretzky. It is Tuesday, May 30th, 2023, and the Phil's went down to Georgia, and while they suffered a couple of losses, one pretty ugly one on Sunday, which was 11,215 of all time, they did manage to scratch out a couple of wins to earn a split against the top team in the NL East on the road, so let's ring the bell for a solid weekend. the games after thursday's setback in the series opener the Phillies put together a couple tidy wins on friday and saturday friday evening they got on the board first with a two-run nick castellanos triple and while they would briefly fall behind two to three taiwan walker gave him a quality start six and two-thirds innings he allowed three earned runs and the Phillies rallied with a pair of runs in both the sixth and seventh to take control of the game craig kimbrell came on and notched save number 400 against the team that he first broke through with and the Phillies grabbed a 6-4 win. Trey Turner had a nice night at the dish with a pair of hits, a double, two runs scored. Saturday, Zach Wheeler was the story for the Phils, tossing his best game of the season and really right when they needed it most. He spun eight fantastic shutout innings, wrapping up 12 strikeouts. He allowed just four base runners, not a single run, three hits and a walk. The Phils got a couple of runs in the fifth, and Craig Kimbrell allowed a solo homer but locked down a save for second straight night. That's 4-1 in his career. Um, the Phils didn't do a whole lot on offense Saturday with Charlie Morton collecting nine punchouts of his own, but did just enough to grab a 2-1 win, another double for Trey Turner. Sunday night, things were over pretty much as soon as they got started. The Braves jumped all over Dylan Covey in the first inning, scoring seven times. Five of the runs were earned and knocking the Philly start out of the game before he could even complete the inning. Spencer Strider was on the other side, and just like Charlie Morton the night before, two Runs allowed, struck out nine fills, but without Zach Wheeler twirling for the fills on Sunday, Strider's solid effort was more than enough as the Braves would go on to win uh, 11-4 while pounding out 20 hits on the day, so a sour end to the series with the Braves. But we got to take a 2-2 split and look at it. That's not so bad. All right, our star of the day. It hasn't always looked pretty this year for Craig Kimbrell, but he is rounding into form when the Phillies need him, so he'll get the nod today, saving both of the Phillies' wins over the weekend. Of course, his personal uh, milestone crossing that 400 save mark he's the second uh, active leader in saves Kimbrell has stepped up in a big way with Jose Alvarado ailing provided the Phillies with veteran stability in the back end of the bullpen now he's sitting with an unsightly 499 ERA on the year but the K percentage has been strong 38.6 percent K percent and he's allowing a few more runs this season than you'd like Kimbrell's actually yet to blow a save. He's got a 3-1 record with three holds and seven of seven in save opportunities for the Phils this season. Craig Kimbrell is getting it done in the closer role, and the Phils really could use him. Some news and notes. And why do we need him? Jose Alvarado uh, might extend Craig's run as the primary closer because Alvarado experienced some soreness over the weekend when he was trying to ramp up, so his throwing session was pushed back now he was able to complete that session on sunday we were waiting word on how he bounced back from there so that'll be big if he comes back and feels okay we could see jose rapidly return to the phillies if he has some more soreness then we're gonna have to wait and see we have some positive news on a couple of other rehabbing fills Derek hall and christian pache will both begin official minor league rehab assignments this week hall on tuesday pache on wednesday both recovering from surgery Hall had a thumb surgery, Pache had knee surgery, 
and uh, it'll be Tuesday for Hall, Wednesday for Pache, both in low A, clear water, and the Phils could really use some help, uh, especially at first base, so Hall would be certainly a welcome return. All right, a quick look around the NL East. The Braves, of course, split with the Phils, and then welcome back Mike Soroka on Monday, who made his long-awaited return from a pair of torn Achilles tendons. Of course, he lost to the Oakland A's on Monday, so the Braves not off to a great start in their California road trip. The Nationals won a series in KC over the weekend, but lost game one to the Dodgers in LA. On Monday, the Marlins swept the Angels. They'll head home to host the Padres with a series that begins on Tuesday. And the Mets stumbled at the end of their road trip, losing two straight to the Rockies, and they'll host the Phillies up Next, three games with the foul-smelling New York Metropolitans. The Mets come in at 27 and 27, third place in the NL East. Middle of the pack in offense with a 247 team average, 4.5 runs per game. Both those rank around 15th in the league. Pitching has not been quite there so far for a team. Uh, ERA of 4.78, which is 25th in baseball. But you have to look at the rotation and see some injuries up and down there. Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander have been injured in and out of the lineup. We know the Mets are better than they've looked so far. It'll be a three-game series Tuesday at 7-10. We'll get it kicked off. Ranger Suarez versus Kodai Senga Wednesday, 7-10. Aaron Nola versus Carlos Carrasco Thursday, a 1-10 day game. Tywin Walker versus Max Scherzer. Oh, and it's going to be June 1st, so watch out, Max, because Kyle Schwarber is about to get red hot. All right, folks, that's all we got for you today on our special Tuesday edition of the Phils and Five podcast. We've got a game tonight, and we'll be back with you tomorrow to recap it all. Let's go, Phils beat the Mets.